Landon, I just love it when, you know, you get women out in the outdoors and, you know, they get real fired up about it and, you know, they're so excited about it and, and they're able to cash in on a hunt and, and actually take a buck. Man, I tell you, it's just so it's so exciting, especially when you got one that can out-hunt you, you know? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's just – it just makes you want to go even harder, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it just gives you that extra fire under you. It makes you want to get out there and hunt, you know? Yeah. More competitive, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, I tell you what, uh, our next guest, Randy Baldwin, is just that. She is so fired up about hunting. And uh, she's just she's just one of those type of hunters that just has just gotten into it. And she she's probably like everybody else that has been hunting a long time. Uh, I mean, when, when you first started out, how excited you were and how you want to just go, the drive you had, and just just, just the want, and, and oh, the yeah. buck fever that sets in, man, it's nothing like it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, listen to her story. It's a great podcast right here with Randy Baldwin, and I tell you what, if you don't come away fired up after this one, you know, you don't have blood. You don't. Your heart's not pumping. That's it. You ain't in the. You don't want to hunt if you don't. If you don't want to hunt after this one. That's right. Enjoy this. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Alabama Sportsman's Podcast. I'm Jamie Sparks. And I'm Landon Holtman. And uh, we had a great weekend this weekend. It was cold. We went down to the hunt club, and everybody got to see some deer. Uh, actually, I had my son with me, and uh, we were on a good buck, and he, he got to see him, but it just didn't happen for him. But, oh, Landon, I think you had a little luck, didn't you? I did, Jamie. I shot. I, I had an uh, eight-point come in. Yeah. I, I was hunting some acorn trees, and they were dropping real good. And... Uh, had four or five does come in, and then some smaller bucks, you know, nothing I wanted to shoot. And then, lo and behold, here comes an eight-point, and he steps behind the tree. I draw my bow back and send it, you know. Right. He runs, and he doesn't go far. He runs like 60 yards, tries to go up an embankment. Then he stumbles down, then tries to go back up again, just tumbles over, and that was it. Yeah. Got what? him. Wasn't a far track, was it? No, uh-uh. No, I heard him fall, watched him fall. It was great, yeah, man. It was you, an awesome hunt. You got it on video, too. Didn't I you? did, yeah. All right. So, we'll be putting got that out there for everybody video. to watch that, yeah. Uh, your brother also had some luck, didn't he? He did. Shot him a doe. You know, one-to-one ratio we're keeping. Yeah, which that's is good. good. That's mm-hmm. good. Speaking of uh, killing an eight-point this weekend, our next guest here uh, has killed a nice buck, and she's here to talk about it. Yeah, you heard me right. I said she. Our next guest is Randy Baldwin. Randy, how's it going? I am doing great, guys. How are you? We are doing well. just fine. And we're glad to have you on. Thanks for being on with us. Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, we're, uh, tell everybody, you know, whereabouts you're from. You don't have to give exact locations, but uh, just tell tell everybody, you know, what part of the state you're in. Good old Winston County, Alabama. All right. All right. Uh, so are you hunting a uh, hunting club, private land, public land? What are you hunting up there? Uh, as of now, it is a private land, but we do uh, bankhead forest up here as well. Oh, you got to be tough to hunt the forest. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Do you, li- do you like hunting up there in the forest? Uh, we scouted out there for about eight hours uh, one day, and then we went out hunting on opening season, season day. Right. Let's see, we saw a whole bunch of turkeys. There's coyotes out there and armadillos. See any hogs? Any... No, didn't see any hogs. Thank okay. goodness. Right. Yeah, for real. Uh well, tell us about this buck that you got right here. Uh, he he's a nice, impressive buck. Uh, was he on what? Was he on the 
public land, private land? He, or what? Yes, sir. He was on the private land. There was about three bucks that came out right at dark. And uh, to give you a, a backstory on it, this is just to let the viewers know. I have uh, this is my first year hunting. I am. Um, I have a boyfriend. His name is Justin, and he actually tracks. So that is his passion. He hunts, but he loves to track deer. So it all started out in Kentucky. Okay. We went out there. They had their opening season, so we drove out there one weekend, and that's kind of when the tracking started, and um, I guess the interest brewed then. Uh, we got home, and I was like, all right, let's, let's practice with this crossbow. So, And I'm super competitive. Uh, <laughs> I have two older brothers, so we were actually trying to see who can shoot better, and we kept we kept doing it all day long until we were like 60 yards out from the target, and we were hitting spot on. So I knew then, okay, he has completely created a monster. Um, <laughs> and let's see. So the first time I went out, of course, we killed. I killed a doe. I did have my um, father-in-law with me at that point, mm-hmm. and uh, so put her down. I was pretty excited about that one. We did have to track her. I think she was probably what you say 100, probably 100 yards. No, probably how many yards? she ran about 300 yards yeah she ran she ran 300 yards so i guess i was a little bit low on her at that point um so that was exciting now the second time i went completely by myself i'll be honest with you i worked third shift wait wait let's slow it down for one second you said your second time is that right so my i'm I'm two for two so my first time i went hunting um i shot a doe okay and the second hunt is this the one with the eight pointer this is yes sir this is the big one okay all right i just wanted to clear that up Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. So I'm kind of trying to keep the streak going. Um, <laughs> but I do. I do work third shift, right? So okay. I get off at seven in the morning, which doesn't do any good as far as being in the woods pretty early. So right. what I was going to do, the plan of that day was to go home, get a couple hours of sleep, and get out, uh, get out in the woods, probably about three o'clock. Well, of course, my adrenaline started about seven o'clock that morning, so that <laughs> didn't happen. I went ahead and got home, got a shower, and headed straight out to the woods. Okay. So I'm sitting out there. Uh, I am by myself, and uh, I think I was out there for about five, six hours. And I'll be honest with you, my eyes kept getting heavy. I'm like, man, I need some sleep. This isn't going to happen. So, and there was this particular squirrel that was aggravating me all day. This squirrel made me think all kinds of things all day long. So, before I left, it was getting dark, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to kill something. I'm going to kill this squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there. (laughs) I'm not even going to lie. It was the same one. He was a big one, too. So, uh, anyway, and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and uh, uncock the bow regardless. So, I aimed, and I had him in the sight, and just for some reason, I happened to look up, and here comes three big bucks, and Mm. they were, it was getting getting a little bit dark to where I couldn't see what the points on them were, um, but I did know that they had their horns. So, um Anyway, and of course, we have a, a cornfield out there, so as soon as I knew that 30 yards away, it's about 32 yards away from where I'm at to where the corn is, and um, so I literally watched them for a good 30 minutes, and I was like, well, I don't know which one's going to walk up to it, but whichever one does is a goner, and uh, sure enough, the eight-point walked right up there. I think I had about three, four, five seconds to kind of get a good aim on them. Um, I did know as soon as I hit them, I knew that it hit them. It was a, it was an instant, and he ran. I think he ran about ninety yards and took a dirt nap. Wow. So that was a, yes, it was a very quick, clean. Um, but I will say that, I guess for when you think about hunting and the adrenaline and all that, what you don't think about is having to carry this flipping deer, dragging him out of the woods. Like that part's never discussed. Okay, so when you found him, you had to drag him by yourself. 
No, no, Lord, no. I, this thing was heavy, guys. I had to call backup. There was no <laughs> way. Listen, I think that somebody needs to invent something that makes it a little bit easier. I mean, it, it was so heavy. We had to go over a barbed wire fence with him and everything. So oh. it was. Uh, he was pretty heavy. There was no way I could drag him by myself. Did y'all weigh him? Uh, no, we actually took him. It was getting late, too. We took right. him to... Uh, uh, we took him to the processor, and of course, up here in uh, Coleman, they'll give you the the weight of it. So he was one sixty. Oh, okay, good deal. So back to your dragon. <sighs> yes, back to the dragon. <laughs> Let me tell you, listen, my leg. I was so I was like, this is ridiculous. Why do y'all not have a contraction at this point in time? Something that has wheels on it that makes it a little bit easier. So um, it, it was the blood trail was perfect. There was no guessing or having to look for it. It was a it literally was a straight shot to where he. Uh, kind of pranced off too, but um, got there and he's laying there. And of course, I said my little. I'm old school, so I do kind of say a prayer over him because I appreciate what they're what they're doing, what they're here on earth for. And, right. Uh, yeah, I took. I went ahead and took a picture because at this point, my heart is beating so fast, and I am super excited. And uh, so I'm not gonna lie, I did grab him by the horns, thinking I got this. And uh, no, sir, he didn't budge. So uh, <laughs> I, had to, I had to call for backup at that point to help me help him help me drag him out. Well, that's good. I'm glad you had somebody help you. Are you uh, are you going to get him mounted? Uh, yes, sir. So this is my first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already got the meat back and everything. So I'm actually I'm pretty picky on who. I don't understand the weight on it. You know, they say usually you get it back next year and stuff. So I'm I'm kind of looking around to figure out who's going to be the the I guess the quickest because I have zero patience being a female and I kinda, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I kind of want them on the wall you know so oh, I, yeah. I'd hate to wait till next year to, to get them back so I've got him um, in the freezer ready to go as soon as I find somebody but we got a whole bunch of hamburger meat out of the deal and uh, some jerky so super excited for this jerky right now the hunting industry don't have uh, a whole lot of women you know hunting I mean how did you, you you were talking earlier that your boyfriend, I, I think, you, didn't you say your boyfriend? Yeah, Justin. Oh, okay. All right. You were talking about y'all starting it. How did, what made you want to get in the woods and hunt? Well, what? I guess the more, I guess the more he would talk about it. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm, uh, I usually try to go at something. And when I do, it's like usually a hundred percent. I was like, well, I'm going to give it a shot. Like, so either I'm going to be good at as far as aiming and being able to kind of have an accurate aim at things so and I like I said we just kind of practiced in the yard and I was hitting every time and so we would kept we kept backing up and backing up and we were up to about 60 feet or 60 yards away and I'm still hitting dead on I'm like and then that that was it for me I'm like all right let's do it like I'm I'm stoked right so we went out and kind of got everything needed and went in the woods and now it's just like it is so much fun so- and I, I'm I think women should do it, though. I mean, the adrenaline is fantastic. The I think the the buck, my heart was beating way more with a buck than it was with a doe. Not, you know, not to put any shame on a doe by any means, but for some reason when he came out and, like, you just knew, oh, my gosh, it was great. That feeling is fantastic. Do you, do you know what that's called? What's that? Buck fever. Mm, I'm good with it. That's yeah. buck fever. That's what, I will that's what most – Exactly. That's what most hunters go for. Um, but we do – we have cameras out there too, so we knew we. I knew about how many were out there. There's probably about six of them, and they they tend to run together right now. We, I know they won't run together for too too much longer, but um, there's. I'm not gonna lie. There's one of them out here. He's got about six on one side and one on the other. So wow. I gotta go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and take care of him real quick. Right. So Randy, I'm kind of 
Randy, like did you uh did you find your this buck on your own or like did uh or did you just like happen up on him, you know? Or somebody said, no, Hey, I this have, is a great spot, no, you know, go hunt on here. Yeah, no, I, I followed the blood trail. So I gave it by the time I shot him, I gave it about five, ten minutes to see how far he would run out and um I went down there because you gotta think. So my adrenaline, I'm like super excited and I am by myself, so I have a headlamp. And at that point when I saw where I shot him, I mean the blood trail was just so at that point bright and thick that I literally didn't even have to walk far. Um, and then I spotted him, but I, it was, it was already dark, but I had a headlamp at that point. So, um, and then when I saw him, I went ahead, took a picture and I tried to pick him up myself thinking I got this and that was a negative. So that's when I called for uh, the backup. Right. Okay. Awesome. Like, uh, what about like when you were scouting him, did you ever see this buck on camera or anything? Did y'all have any pictures of him prior to you hunting there in that area or did, uh, you just, yes. okay. Yes. So, like I said, there's probably about six of them where we're where we're at running around. There's um, a massive doe. She's big, but she does she's got some babies with her, so uh, we're not really messing with her. But so I I, I want to say it's like they're a pack of their own, and um, of course some of them are pretty young, and they're gonna kind of we're gonna keep them around for a couple years. But the eight point he was he was already big and massive, so we kind of it was and like you mentioned tracking's a little bit easier though, only because Justin tracks so. And he has, you know, he has his dog and stuff. So we kind of know, at this point, I know what to look for by the color of the blood and as far as it being watery or light color, dark color and stuff like that. So it makes it a little bit easier if you have that experience in the background as well. Right. Did uh, did you find this set? Did you put the uh, tree stand up? Did you find, you know, all this on your own or did Justin help you out when y'all scouting? Uh, no, sir. So this is uh, where where I killed the buck and the doe is on is on private land. So there's a it's a blind house um, out there, mm-hmm. and so we kind of uh, they keep it prepped all year as far as you know um, keeping the I guess there's like a green field you okay. know there too and then the corn and stuff. So it's kind of prepped throughout the year, um, and we have cameras and we check the cameras daily to see what moves and and we we've kind of got a pattern with them. Um, it's weird. We went out there early in the morning when we killed the doe and for some reason they, they're moving in the dark. So we're talking three, four o'clock in the morning. It doesn't do us any good cause it's too dark to, you know, make a shot on them. So, but right before it gets dark, it's almost like it's feeding time. So, um, and that's when I was like, you know what, when I go out here for the buck, I'm going to go out here right in the afternoon. So I'm gonna go ahead and have everything set up, ready to go. And I'll just sit tight until it gets dark. Yeah. And then that's when, and just like the camera. So I, I think it's good, too, to have, I mean, deer, of course, are not going to keep the same pattern every time. However, your chances, you know, is more in your favor if you kind of know when they like to feed on and things and what time of the day they do. Right. Right. That's, that's oh. good information. Um, what um, What would you if, – if, if other women are listening to this and you were to come across people, I know you probably do at work and – just you know in general let's just say you're at the a mall or or something and and you told other women that you hunt what would you say to them and and what do you think what what do you think the reaction would be i would tell them this is way better than shopping or getting your nails done <laughs> like this this I is agree. a this is a feeling i guess and of course it's short-lived you know once once it's all said and done um it is fantastic, though, and I think it's almost a dying breed, though, because even a lot of, and I'll be honest with you, there's been a lot of tension because of, you know, there's, a, like you mentioned, there's a female on here, and, and look at the size of the buck, so hopefully, and there's a lot of little kids and stuff, girls, you know, that to me, this is something fun. I don't think this is necessarily a man's sport, and I think it's it, it's anybody's, you know, and I think once you get out there and 
get the thrill of it, and it's it's almost like creating a monster. It's something that you'd like to do and have a passion for. Right. Like, uh, I can't, I'll be honest with you. When we saw it in Bankhead, like, I'm ready for turkey season. Like, I'm, ooh, oh, my gosh. Let's, let's don't get us turkey. started on turkey season. Yeah, don't get us started I'm, on turkey season. <laughs> I'm, like, super excited about it. So, like, I'm, I think I think this deer is just one I started out with, but it's definitely not what I'm going to end with either. So, well, I kind of want to do all, all game for sure. Oh, yeah. That's what we do. But let me tell you something. Don't turkey hunt because if you do, it is poison. I mean, it will it will keep you up. You will not sleep. Probably lose a couple of jobs. Yeah, you'll. Oh man. You, yeah, you better hope you have a lot of vacation, because I mean it gets obsessive. There's uh, there's something about it. I tell you, I I'd rather kill a big buck, but turkey hunting is more fun. I tell you that it's it's, yeah. just, oh, yeah. it's a lot more fun. You, know you get a lot of excitement back I'm and excited. forth. Yeah. It, it's a lot of fun, and and what I tell you what you'll be able to go. Everybody will when we get it all edited out. But uh, we got a lot of turkey hunts on on camera this year, and we just hadn't had time to get them put up. But on YouTube, but uh, I can't wait to everybody see them. We got we got some good hunts. But um, uh, back to back to you now. Um, I seen a thing one time. Uh, Johnny Morris, he owns uh, Bass Pro Shops, you know, and uh, he said that. Thirty percent of his sales are from women, and women's apparel. So, you know that is that's huge. That's a huge number. <laughs> yes, and so you are part of that. Not just at Bass Pro Shops, just in our community. You know the hunting community. There's more women that hunt and fish than you realize. Hunt and, and, fish. and women right now are the largest growing population in the hunt community. So y'all are. You know, I, yeah, I love it. I love it. And it's our job. I say this over and over to help sell fish, uh, fishing and hunting license. And just like you, you know, you can tell a young girl or a young woman or one of your buddies, hey, you need to go hunting. And just like you said, there's nothing like it. It's better than shopping or getting your nails done. So when you tell them this, they're going to say, you know, i got to see what this is about. And they buy a hunting license. That helps the state. So that helps, that helps the public land. That helps the, uh, you know, the law, law enforcement part of it. And that helps uh, – uh, provide you know for the wildlife yep so, conservation yeah the mm-hmm. conservation part of it so man I, I just love it. i love it when i see kids killing you know you know out there just hunting and fishing i love it and i love it when i see other people like you know the women and everybody else you know that you wouldn't typically see hunting i love it i love seeing it and i'm tickled to death that you got this buck right here Oh, yeah. I am too. I tell you what, it's a, it's a good therapy too. As far as women, sometimes look, I have two kids, and uh, it is a good breakaway from reality. You know, you sit out there, you're it's quiet, you're to your own, you know, teach their own thoughts and stuff. So like that's even that sit there and have just have that quiet time with no one, mom, mom, mom. Like you were just, it's just you in the woods. So that's uh, that would I would definitely bring that up to the women too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Are you? Do, you, do you have a little girl? Did you say? I, I, I do. I have a I have eleven year old. She actually, uh, bless it. She's one of those. Oh my gosh, Bambi! However, <laughs> um, she is very excited for gun season. She doesn't really want to do the bow right now, so she's waiting for gun season to start, and we're going to take her out. So that's I think great. She's, she's pretty excited. My my son, he's four, so bless it. We're going to give him a couple more years to, you know, calm down because him being quiet at any point in time is just not going to happen. Right. So uh, when you called earlier, we were sitting there talking. You said you had went hunting today. Did y'all do, did y'all have any luck today? Oh no, sir, no, sir. And we got out here at uh, right before dark too. Uh, you know that same squirrel. Listen, I'm gonna have to name him Jack or something because <laughs> he was he was out he was out and about again today, and uh, he, he's a monster. So 
Uh, we didn't see absolutely anything. So, you know, you win some, you lose some for sure. Other right. than Jack the Squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, Jack, he's got to go. He's uh, got to go. Have y'all, um, your uh, your uh, fiance there, boyfriend, I'm sorry, uh, Does have y'all had any good tracks this year? Uh yes. I'm sorry. Let me let me let me back up. Let me rephrase that. He's he's part of the Alabama blood trailer. Is that mm-hmm. what? Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, he, uh-huh. uses the, he, uh, he uses he's the dog for- to find the wounded deer that people shoot. Absolutely. Okay. So he is. Uh, he does. He doesn't anywhere. So he works. He's in the military. So he actually works and stays in Clinton. Right. So he usually takes his dog with him, and that way he can kind of cover the south part um, past Birmingham. And then when he when we come up here to Coleman, then he does them up here too. So it's kind of all over. He'll go anywhere. Um, and his dog is Oscar. He is fantastic. He's actually a bird dog. Bless it. He doesn't know anything about birds. He all he knows. <laughs> He breathes everything deer. So um, he's got him a really good dog. He's trained him since he was, you know, a puppy. And so Oscar's really good as far as his nose. And he's, he, of course, they have their tracking gear, you know. And But usually Oscar will just make a beeline to where he needs to be. And it's kind of a quick find for him. Tell you what, uh, if if he's sitting there with you or if he, if he doesn't yeah. mind, uh, if you want to give him a plug and give out his phone number, that way if somebody's listening and they get a, uh, you know, they shoot a deer, wounded deer or whatever, uh, they can call him if you want to, because we we actually have a hunting club in Bibb County, so we're not we're not far at all from Clanton. No. Yeah, and he'll stay. He stays down there during the week, and uh, his Oscar. I mean, he keeps Oscar in the in the armory with him, and waits until he gets a call or somebody tags him on Facebook, and then he got, he gets off the phone with me, and he just I don't hear from him for a couple hours. He out in the woods looking for deer. So <laughs> sweet. Um, I know that's horrible. I'll take the back seat when it's deer season and tracking season for sure. Oh, yeah. It sounds like um, he's starting to take the back seat. Yeah, now. not anymore. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, I, you know what he said, though? Like, I'll, I'll do the kill and he'll do the tracking. So, there you it go. seems to be good good teamwork. Shoot you. That works. Uh, but yeah, so his name is Justin Moser. Uh, last name is M-O-S-E-R. Okay. So, if anybody, like I said, anywhere kind of down south or I guess anywhere in general, um, his phone number is 256-339-4452. Four four five two, and of course he's on. Um, of course he's on Facebook and stuff. So he, uh, I really just send a message, and he'll ask about a hundred questions. He likes to get a feel of of where you shot and um, what blood, what color blood have you seen as far as you know the hunter trying looking for it for himself. And uh, that way, when he gets out there, it's kind of an accurate and pretty quick process. All right, that's great because I know I've done it plenty of times myself. Wounded a deer and couldn't find him, so. Uh, yeah, I'm, hard, I'm sure I'm sure I'll be giving him a call this year because I mean we got a lot of you know a lot of target bucks at our hunt club and I'm I'm trying so hard to get my son to kill his first deer with a bow and we thought we had him this weekend it didn't work out for him bless his heart and you know it's just he works and goes he goes to college and you know the kid yeah. just can't catch a break doesn't right have now. a lot of time no his time is limited mm-hmm. so you know we had a buck he had a buck coming in and it was uh, it it was coming in uh, about 30 yards, and I guess he smelled us. I don't know. I guess that's that's all I can think. I mean, but we thought the wind was in our favor, but undoubtedly it wasn't. But you know, maybe that, maybe tree, it happened. Are y'all in a tree stand or are y'all in a blind? Actually, we we're sitting in a blind on this hunt. Uh, the the day before, we were sitting in a tree stand and had had a shooter come in, but it come in right at dark, and by the time he got close to us, it was it was too dark, so it didn't work out either. It's just that poor kid can't catch a break, but I'm sure I'm sure if it, you know, everything works out, we'll uh, uh, 
you know, we'll get him one. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, it's a lot of technical with it. I mean, as far as the, where the wind is, and, and I know some people go by the moon, and, you know, when deer, I mean, there's like a lot behind just, hey, I'm just going to go hunt and, you know, wish me luck type deal. I don't, I don't necessarily believe in luck, but um, that's right. I, I do. I think uh, there's a lot, there's a lot to, you know, on the back burner as far as knowing. I mean, the wind and when it's blowing, how much it's blowing, where are you going to, you know, where are you going to be when this happens? There's a lot to it than just going out and sitting down and hoping, hoping you see something. So, and I think that's the, I think to me, that's a little bit, uh, it's a challenge. Oh it's, yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're outsmarting the buck, so. you know, that's what you're trying to do is outsmart him, beat him in his natural habitat. And they'll stare at you for a minute and you know, you, you, like, you don't breathe. You try not to, you hope they don't see your heart moving, you know, your heart yeah. beating. And so like that part, I think the adrenaline, you're like, okay, I'm going to be still. I'm not going to do, I'm not even going to blink. And then they look down and you're like, okay, now I got you. So the whole kind of tit for tat thing is, is pretty fun too. Right. Well, are you going to hunt this weekend? Absolutely. So you're not going to watch I'm, the Alabama LSU game? No, that comes that comes on at two thirty. So <laughs> I don't work. I don't listen. I know when that starts. You know, roll tide. Yeah. And uh, I heard Trump was going to be there. So yeah. that's that's pretty. Um, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. We'll see what uh-huh. happens. We'll see if two is going to be in the game. And I'm super. I'm. I, I will tell you this, guys. Listen. Okay. I am such an Alabama fan that all. Now keep in mind, this is my first year hunting. So I am all about. We have game day parties. I love to cook. So I'm all about the football games on Saturday on Saturdays and I'll be honest with you this year you know like listen I, I, I just record the games like I am literally out in the woods and not really worried about this whole Alabama season and I know that's hard to say and it hurts my heart but it is <laughs> LSU it is LSU and I do not like LSU for anything so this one I'm gonna be watching the game so I'll get in the woods in the morning yeah well you know a lot of people you hear it on the radio and stuff you, you hear a lot of people say it's football season well, not me. I, I I love football, but it to me it's deer season. You know, deer season it it, by, it surpasses. It, it takes over everything. I mean, everything takes a back seat just about it. So, uh, it, it's to me it's deer season. Football is just one of those things that happens. You know, during deer I, season. I never under, yeah, I've never understood that until until this year. Because oh, yeah. I was always like, Alabama, like, what, you're going to miss the game? Who does that? Like, who misses an Alabama game? I don't care if we're playing, you know, Louisiana Monroe. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's it's football. And then <laughs> now I'm like, mm-mm, I'm out in the woods. I got my camo on. It's over with. Yeah. Yep. Well, get, uh, wait till you start turkey hunting because you'll get uh, up in the morning and start turkey hunting. And uh, when you get through turkey hunting, you'll want to go crappie fishing. I don't know if you crappie fish, but it's about the same thing. You know, you got to go kill a turkey. And then when you, once that happens or your hunts are with – you gotta go kill, uh, catch some fish. Oh yeah, you're definitely on the water immediately after ki- shooting that turkey. I mean, it, it happens. I can't to tell us. you how many days that we went turkey hunting, and then lunchtime ate lunch, and then went crappie fishing until yeah. dark. I mean, that time of year. And I've been over here close to the house. We got a local watershed, and we've been on the watershed sitting there crappie fishing, and then hear the turkeys gobbling on the management area, chocolate management area, and you're like, man, do I put the rod down and go hunting? I mean, I mean, your head explodes. Yeah, I mean. You don't know what to do. When, when you're sitting in the woods and the turkeys aren't gobbling, you're thinking, I need to be fishing. I, them crappie are biting. And then when you're out there fishing with the crappie, you're thinking, man, the turkeys are gobbling. Yeah, but some days you're catching the crappie and the turkeys are gobbling. You done, don't know what to do. Done it many a times. Sure, I, I, haven't, I, don't, I don't do no fishing yet. So I, we'll, we'll see if that's another monster created, you know, later on, especially when the summertime comes. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. Usually, uh, I'm usually like, just show me, show me how to do it, and then I'll do it, and I'll let you know in about five minutes if I like it or not. So. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty simple when it comes to that matter. So we'll, we'll see if, if I do, and I catch like this massive 
bass or something, I'm so going to call Jamie and be like, hey, you're going to have to get me back on this podcast. Let me tell you about my yeah. fishing story. <laughs> hey, all you got to do is call us. It don't matter. If you kill another buck, call us. Uh, oh, we yeah. don't care. We'll have you on. We, we love it. We love to hear good, successful stories. Mm-hmm. But, was, uh, uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was fun. It was a fun experience. And uh, I think I was – I went ahead and called Justin. I'm like, dude, I shot him. Like, I know I shot him. And, of course, he's probably ten times more excited than I was. And awesome. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go look for him. I'm going to go look for him. Sweet. So, the whole time, it was just – it was kind of a – a very exciting experience that I think that everybody should experience at least one time to see if they, if they like that feeling, if they like how it played out and stuff. So it's definitely worth it. Right. So to, to sum it up, what would you, to, how, how are we going to close this? I, um, trying to think to sum it up, if you were going, well, I've already asked you that question in that way. I, I just trying to, I want you to tell somebody, that's listening to this and there's going to be that one person you why know they should go out in the why woods. they should go out there and hunt why why should why should she pick up a bow or a gun and go hunt oh well well okay all right well that was the perfect question because there is numerous reasons for one let's talk about how much you know the meat cost in a grocery store when god just says here this is what this is what we do this is what we're supposed to do it goes back way back so for me i have a freezer full and that is so exciting. Like, right. I literally, and it, I think it's like a pride feeling. So when I cook food, spaghetti, chili, you name it, like, that was me providing for the family, if that makes sense. So all in all, there's, there's a lot of pros to it. Um, of course, the feeling, the experience you get, but Lord, the money you save, you know, if you if you kind of get you some deer meat out of the deal, some roast, who doesn't like roast, you know? So right. um, to me, there's a number of reasons. I think somebody just needs to just say, you know what, I'm going to try it one time. And then, you know, two each their own after that. If you like it, then there you go. If not, you know, Walmart still sells uh, hamburger meat and stuff. Right. Well, that's a good answer. That was a real good answer. All right. Uh, well, we really appreciate you being on the podcast. We want to thank you for coming on and just spending a little time with us and letting us and all the listeners, you know, hear about you and your story and uh, and uh, and everything. So uh, it was just it was just it's just awesome that you were able to capitalize on this buck and get this buck. And I can't wait to please send us a picture when you get him mounted. We really want to see it. Absolutely. I'll post, I think on the Alabama deer hunter. So I'll, I'll post everything. I'm so far. I'm two for two as far as shooting. So we're going to see how good this, I mentioned ratio earlier. I'm going to see how, uh, I'm, I'm really competitive. I don't think I'll take a shot if I know I'm not, if it's not a good one. So, okay. um, I'm going to see if I can keep a streak going without having to take a shot and miss. That's for sure. So, we will uh we'll see what happens and i'll always post everything and uh we'll keep you guys updated and i really appreciate you guys having me on tonight all right thanks awesome. a lot uh good luck the rest yeah. of the year thank you man that's awesome rindy baldwin shot her first further shot her first buck on her second hunt first time she went hunting shot a doe yeah second time she went hunting shot a buck i mean she's two for two this yeah. gal's on fire yeah she's on fire she's a lot better than i'm doing right now <laughs> i'm telling you so I tell you, it's it's just great to hear a story like that and hear someone that's so fired up about hunting. And, and you know, that's that's what we've been talking about. When I say it's our job to sell hunt licenses, it means take someone hunting. Take somebody that's never been, a kid, yeah. your girlfriend, it a wife, matter, whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if your parent, you know, your dad or whatever had never hunted, man, get him in it. Get I mean, it's a great there. sport, man, all it of is. it. It's so much fun. And, and mm. you hear the enthusiasm in her voice. It is fun. It's it's man. It's fire. Is what oh it is. yeah. I mean every time. I mean I was sitting there th- listening to her story. My my hairs were standing up on the back of my neck, I wanting know. to go. You know. Yeah, I know it. And so, 
take somebody hunting, take somebody fishing, get them out there, get them in the outdoors. It's so much fun. You'll see things that you ain't ever seen. And you'll make memories that can never be replaced no. with anything. That's right. That's right. So don't forget to follow us on Facebook. It's Alabama Sportsman. Uh, our YouTube channel is Alabama Sportsman. The and Instagram is one Alabama Sportsman, the number one Alabama Sportsman. That's right. And so if, you, if there's something you want us to talk about or if you want to be on the show, send us a message. You can direct message on Instagram. Instagram, yep, yep. And, and also Facebook. That's right. So send us a message, and, uh, you know, if there's something you want to see, we'll, we'll be glad to try to make it happen. So y'all, everybody out there be safe and have fun and a good luck this year. And – don't let Randy beat you. Yeah. <laughs> she's beating you right now. She's whooping you. Yeah, she's beating me. So, all right, guys. Uh, we'll talk to y'all later. See ya.